All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Superhero to Kane podcast number 15. Uh, this week's topic um, is, well, it's not, it's not, uh, a, I, I don't know what it is. It's not, I, I was going to say it's not a positive topic, but um, it is what it is. So, <clears throat> and um, I want to talk about uh, multiple sclerosis and uh, depression. And um, the reason this even came up is because uh, last week, oh, before I get started, this podcast is uh, not um, is brought to you by MS for MS, by the way, <laughs> or uh, is would not be possible if it wasn't for MS for MS. Um, so anyway, last at last week's uh, support group meeting, Middletown support group, our um, the the woman running the support group asked me a question, and I used to run um, a group in Shrewsbury. That and she said, "Did you ever go through the uh, suicide um, training?" I'm like, "Suicide training? It's the first time I'm ever hearing of it." And um, I, I asked, "You know why? Like, why would you even talk about that?" And she said that um, that since she's been a support group leader, which I, I believe is in excess of ten years, she's had four different people with multiple sclerosis that have. Uh, committed suicide and um, I mean that number just shocked me I was like blown away that that was even possible and and you know it goes back to you know one of the symptoms of multiple sclerosis is uh, depression and not um, the thing that always confused me was there's depression because of your you know, I'm living with primary progressive MS. MS has affected my life in a way where I'm unable to um, to work anymore. I'm unable to perform tasks and go about my day in a way like I used to. Um, it has drastically impacted um, my ability to cognitively understand, uh, physically do stuff. And um, so there's that part of it, which it, it, if you look at, What's the um, the basic definition of depression is a constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest, um, which stops you from your normal activities, low self-esteem. Well, if you're not able to, to be yourself and you're not able to carry out your, your normal activities um, because this disease has impacted you, then sure, you're going to have uh, low self-esteem and there's going to be a feeling of loss. But the other part of this that goes with multiple sclerosis is it's a neurological disease. So how much of depression is from not being able to do things? And how much of depression is from it neurologically impacting us? Um, MS is a, a, a very different disease um for everyone i mean symptoms they call it the snowflake disease because everyone's ms is different um i i was so concerned about this or so confused i actually i talked to um my brother-in-law who's a uh to get this right licensed clinical social worker uh basically he's, he's a therapist 
Um, and he talked to me about, you know, yeah, there's a chemical imbalance with many people. And I know he works with um, people that are uh, addicts uh, that have, are recovering and um, are affected by depression because of that. That's one part of his business. I know he or, or part of what he does, profession rather. Um, but I'm talking about multiple sclerosis and the seriousness of depression. And and one of the things that that drives me nuts is I'm in a clinical trial right now for a new drug, um, and th I, there's many tests, many MRIs. Pills have to be taken, infusions have to be got. Um, but one of the, the things, there's a, 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 she's a person that I'm not sure if she's a social worker, but she's in charge of the study. And part of what she does is there's a questionnaire, which I call it the suicide questionnaire. And it, it's asking you about, you know, do you feel depressed? Uh, do you feel like taking your life? Um, have you planned out taking your life? Have you ever been stopped? You know, questions along this category. And I'm sorry, but I'm sitting there in a doctor's office uh, with a person that I think she's an awesome person. But I really don't know what her background is as far as being a psychologist or being able to talk to somebody. If I'm feeling depressed, um, I'm really sorry, but I don't feel comfortable telling her. And even when my doctor or, or nurse, the nurses rattle off these questions, they, they ask it like it's they're checking a list. And um, to the point where you know, it makes me want to not answer honestly at times. Um, because, yeah, I, I, there's things I do, which I'll get into in a little bit, that I, I try to do to, to prevent myself from, from getting to that point. Um, I mean, years ago... I went to uh, cognitive therapy, which was more about, I learned uh, for two years when I first was, you know, stopped working after I'd been diagnosed for a couple of years. Um, I learned about managing my time because for me, my issues are, um, I have tremendous fatigue. I have major cognitive issues where just my ability to process information, think, in a process way, read, go on the internet, um, affects me where I get, you know, what I call bubblehead at times. So, um, oh my God, where was I going with this? So anyway, um, I, there's, what did I say? I'm talking to Sean, because Sean is my assistant. Um, did I say that I um, there's things I do, there's things I do to try to overcome this crap? All right. So, um, so anyway, I, I do talk to a psychologist every several weeks for an hour. Um, there are things I do um, to meditate and and. I'll get into it a little bit, but things I do to try to make myself feel better. And I feel comfortable in the people and the processes that I've, I'm doing this. And one of the things that I, I used to do was go to cognitive therapy. And the, the issue for me personally is don't get into that zone. Oh, here's where I was going. 
Oh my god. I'm my fucking. Uh, I'm such a fucking idiot sometimes. I, I feel so stupid. Um, so anyway, I don't want to get. I want to avoid that zone where I um, get bubblehead. I call it where cognitively I'm fatigued. I can't even comprehend what's going on. I can't contribute. Um, I feel just overwhelmed. I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm in a fog, cognitive fog, they call it. So for me, the things that trigger that are uh, if I use up all my energy, if I try to combine physical and mental. Um, so, yeah, I have to be very careful about either not getting into conversations uh, too long or how much I contribute or not. I can't go on the Internet um on a computer it's it's more it's weird on, a, on the phone i'm okay for a little while but on the, on the computer it just like somebody unplugs me um so it, it's i mean i have lesions on my brain lesions in my spine so the the cognitive affects me where i i almost want to fall asleep and i can't function and also affects me physically if physically i push myself too far it affects me cognitively so yeah i'm in a, a, a great situation here so um Going back about, you know, depression. Yeah, I, I'm depressed. I mean, at the meeting, the freaking guy, uh, one of the, the the people that I I that was there, mentioned how they're not depressed. And I'm like, well, I don't get it. Like, how are you not depressed? Like, I'm depressed. Like, I, I get depressed, and I do things to overcome it. Like, it's it's a matter of acknowledging the truth and and working through the, the situation and over and and trying to help like there's got to be a bigger purpose that you do stuff so one of the things that my brother-in-law uh richard jaffe uh, the uh, licensed clinical social worker slash therapist um talked to me about was he sent me a link um he said that there are what they call happy hormones okay so one of them is dopamine the reward chemical um, the way that your body naturally gives you um, this happy hormone of dopamine is uh, some examples are listening to music, uh, trying something new, um, do something creative, check something off your list. In, in that list, listening to music is always very good for me. I, I, you don't have to do anything. And it just it brings me back to a time where you know this music is great. Anyway. Trying something new is kind of hairy for me. I, I don't try new stuff. It's just, if I have to think, I'm screwed. Um, do something creative. For me, you know, this podcast, um, the posts that I do, sometimes I, I, I draw. I draw cartoons um, along with the posts, which I found out I can do. I really didn't know I had this ability. Um, checking something off your list. When I feel like I've accomplished things, um, for me, there's no greater satisfaction. That is a big one for me. So, happy hormone dopamine, that's how I get it. Uh, the next one is serotonin. Um, good for mood. Uh, so, exercise. Um, bask in the sun. I could probably bask in the sun if it's not too hot out um, for a little while. Practice meditation. I do that every day. Uh, eat a healthy meal. I make sure I, I eat um, my you know gluten-free organic breakfast, and I follow some things in the Walsh protocol to a point. Um, but yeah, I try to eat pretty healthy uh, as far as that goes. 
um, and it's good for mood. Oxytocin is the love hormone. Uh, hug someone you love. Spend time with friends. Um, show affection. Do something nice for someone. So, uh, spending time with friends, I, I love doing that, but then to a point, I have to be careful what, um, because spending time with friends means I'm talking or I'm listening. And uh, those things uh, kind of pull from my cognitive crap. So I have to be careful. But listen, hugging someone, I'd love to do that. Um, show affection, do something nice for someone. I love to do pe nice things for people. I think I get more nice things done for me than I do for people, unfortunately. should be the other way around. Uh, and the last happy hormone, endorphins, um, the pain reliever. Take a hot bath. I can't do that. Uh, hot, hot stuff and a bad neurological system don't go together. Uh, create music or art. Now, the art, I consider drawing my uh, cartoon stuff when I do my um, uh, uh, posts, creative try yoga laughing that i think laughter is the best one of the best medicines um and you know it says try yoga i i i just started trying uh reiki which is um amazing it's it's uh you know you, my kelly bogda my um my good friend is uh helping me and she is a reiki um expert and she is um Help me see if there's other things pulling at me. I mean, yeah, I have MS and I have all these symptoms, but I think that we all have something else that could be pulling at us that we don't realize. And um, so we're working on that together. It's 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 very um, it's uh, for me. I it's kind of like meditating, um, but it's it's relaxing and trying and understanding. You know, I love trying to understand shit. Um, if I don't understand something, I like information. You know, I, I think I get yelled at by my wife and by everybody for being the question guy. I ask a lot of questions. It's just who I am. Um, I ask questions, I listen because I want to understand. So, anyway, the whole point of this is like whether we're affected by depression because of our lack of being able to do stuff because of the disease or we're affected by depression because of the neurological part of the disease it's up to us to do stuff to combat that and I, I say combat that I, I mean you know live with it um, make sure make sure that you're you're gonna get through you know you can't sit there and do nothing um, and unfortunately you know I've seen some people that um, have gotten diagnosed with this disease. Uh, they went into a wheelchair or a uh, scooter, and they've done nothing. Um, that's not the answer. I, I think I believe I personally, you know, I exercise, I stretch every day, I go to physical therapy, I go to occupational therapy, um, I meditate every day, I speak to a therapist every three weeks or so. Um, I just mentioned I just started Reiki. Um, I try to understand about this disease as much as I can. Um, so, unfortunately, you, you have to accept, you know, that you you have this disease and you have to learn to live with it. 
um, but you have to you have to do things to help you live with it, um, or it can be overwhelming. And I, I guess that's where the, the people um, with severe depression and uh, end up, you know ending their life have gone. And uh, yeah, it's not a great topic, but like I said, it is what it is, and um, I think it's up to us to do something about it. So, um, yeah, I think I'm good. I think that's where I'm going to end it. What do you think? I agree. All right, goodbye. Oh, fuck.